What's up, family? It's about to be an incredible show. This is Speak. I'm Emmanuel Lacho. That's Will Blackman, superstar, 12-year NFL vet. That's the one and only Joy Taylor. Knows all things about all things. This is Eagles all-time rushing leader, LaShawn McCoy. We got over a quarter century of NFL experience on the desk. I could not be more excited to share it with you all. But first thing is first. Huge news in the Big Apple. You will not believe Zach Wilson, top three pick from last year's draft. He's benched, and he's benched while the Jets are actually in the playoff hunt. Now, remember, he had 77 yards passing on Sunday against the Patriots. It was bad, real bad. Now, Mike White is supposed to be the starter this I... coming week against the Bears. Head coach Robert Sala addressed a huge move earlier today. You got to listen to what he said. So the big thing I want to make sure I address on this one, um, just want to make sure you guys all listen to this very carefully, please. Uh, Zach's career here is not over. I know that's going to be the narrative. I know that what, that's what everybody wants to wants to shout out, and that's not even close to the case. The intent, the full intent, is to make sure Zach gets uh, gets back on the football field at some point this year. The biggest thing with Zach and the same things that we've talked about is the young man needs a reset. <laughs> Jets are tripping. Y'all heard what he had to say. I think the Jets are tripping. Let me stay, Let me sit up a little bit higher for this one. Um, why are the Jets tripping? This is not a high school relationship, Joy Taylor, where you can just go on a break. Things get rough in high school. Well, let's just take a break, get a reset. It's the National Football League. Zach Wilson sitting at 5-2. and two. Jets sitting at 6-4. and four. What I find most fascinating and really most infuriating is the fact that Mike White, who's supposed to be the starter, they don't want to commit to him for the duration of the year? Robert Sala, the head coach, said, Zach Wilson, we hope to and plan to play him later on in the season. What that means is this. Either Mike White is going to struggle, and that is what you, Robert Sala, are speaking into existence, and or you are benching Zach Wilson for absolutely no point. If y'all watch the tape, Zach Wilson was bad. Yes, he was. Real bad. <laughs> bad, bad. He was bad, okay. bad. Okay, all right. But the whole Jets offense was bad, bad. Second drive of the game, Zanzel Mims slant across the middle, dropped. Two plays later, Zach Wilson, errant pass, terrible, bad, bad, bad. Next drive of the game, tight end doesn't cut off backside. Next play, Zach Wilson misses streaking Denzel Mims for a touchdown. Bad, bad, bad. But why was Zach Wilson the leading rusher? Because the whole team was bad. Why was, Jet, why was the Jets' offense bad? Not just because of Zach Wilson. Now, Zach was bad. How bad was he? Bad, bad. Bad, bad. <laughs> yeah. They was bad. But everybody was bad. So I do not understand, Will Blackman, what they are doing. I believe they are taking it entirely too far. You look entirely too fresh. So your takes better match your outfit, big dog. Hey, I'm going to change at the half. Because <laughs> <laughs> this man here. I appreciate you, though. Are the Jets taking it too far with Zach Wilson? Look, I'm going to take all that lovely Emmanuel Acho energy <laughs> and just calm it down. They're not taking it too far. He does need a reset. First of all, no one thought the Jets were going to be this good this year overall. True. It's a young okay. team that is building for the future, and obviously the future, the future is bright. But right now, he's playing not well enough where it's like, look, let's just – just what Salah said, let's sit him down, let's reset, let's get back to the fundamental things. They can still play good football pretty much whoever's back there. It's just the issue is Zach Wilson was back there, and he's been the problem. So I don't think they're taking it too far. I think it's a matter of, hey, let's sit down and, and like, let's chill for a little bit. I've been in a situation in Washington – where I was benched, and I went, I went straight to Joe Barry. I'm like, hey, have I been demoted? You know, he goes, yeah. He goes, right now, you haven't been playing up to your standards. He was straight up with me. He said, he said, let's get back to, like, what you've been doing, and then eventually your play will increase. I liked him that he kept it a buck with yep, me. Yep. And I think in this case, obviously, he's a quarterback, so it's different in the situation. But it's, I think right now, it's like, let's get a reset and let's see what happens. What year was that for you that you got benched in 2015, Washington? 2015, so I was... 
in my ninth year. Ninth year in the league. Joy, chime in on this. Will, I'll get back to that momentarily. That's fascinating. <clears throat> Joy, you think the Jets taking it too far? Why, why'd they put this man in timeout? <laughs> <laughs> That's exactly what it is. That's all it is. That's all it is. Thank really, you, Joy. They really put him in timeout. Now, I didn't get timeout growing up. I had a little bit of the different punishment. But where are you in timeout the age, didn't work though? For me. Are you the youngest? <laughs> no, I'm, I'm like the middle oldest. There's like two groups of us. <laughs> I, I have all the complexes. Yeah, they got complicated. I, I don't. I don't think they're taking it too far because I don't believe this is the whole story. Mm. I don't like playing conspiracy theorists. I've had enough conspiracy theories thrown my way over the last three years. I'm exhausted with it. So let me just say journalistic hat for mm -hmm. a second. Mm -hmm. not conspiracy theorists. <laughs> this, this math's not mathing. Ain't mathing, coach. It's extreme what they're doing, which makes me side with the organization. Robert Sala's job is not set in stone for next year. Mm -hmm. He's not guaranteed to be here next year. He's got to get this cleared with the, the GM yeah. and the owner before yeah. you make a move like this, the number two overall pick that yeah. you brought in yep. in New York City, Gotham. You got to get this cleared <laughs> multiple levels before you do this. Mm -hmm. So however emotional he is, and maybe he made it worse by saying, you know, we're not totally committed to him or whatever, it, what's done is done now. And this had to be cleared. He's 5-2 and two this year. He's, he just beat did Josh he? Allen he a few weeks ago. That happened. So how do you go from that extreme to this? Now, I understand it was a game. It, it, it was terrible. How bad was it, Shady? Bad, bad. You were working with Hey, Darnell, I need that cut up for me. I need that. Text that to me, Darnell. You were working with inches here. But, like, he's winning games. So, overall, when you look at how this entirety of the season has gone and not focus on just this one bad game, I feel like there ha this is, feels a lot more like a last straw situation mm -hmm. than it does a dramatic pivot situation. It feels like this has been a slow drip with him and it made it easier to make this decision with his play and then his answer after the game because it feels like Robert Sala had no choice but to make this call to keep the locker room. Shady, we came to this question because of what you said in the pre-meeting show. You literally were like, bad, bad. <laughs> not oh, only was he bad, oh, no, bad, okay. but you said, yo, I think the Jets taking it too far. Yeah. Why? They're taking it way too far. Okay, so listen. He's been playing bad, right? Bad, bad, like we said. I mean, he he's, what, 31st in passing yards? That's yep. terrible. He had, they, 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 as an offense, they put up two yards in the second half. That's terrible. But he's oh, your second pick overall, right? That's like supposed to be a franchise quarterback. And for you to bench him, I get that. I would have benched him. This type of defense they have, this is like not just a good defense. It's not just a top 10 defense. That's a Super Bowl defense yeah. over there. So those games that he's won, defense won them games. The only thing is, like, you can't make him inactive, though. Mm. Like, that's like, that's, you go from being the second pick overall to now you're, like, worse than a practice squad player. I don't like that part, right? So I, I get what Kosal's doing, and I respect that. I had a chance to interview him at training camp, right? And I, and I learned that he's the type of coach that the players love him. Yep. Like, everything he says, they, they respect what he thinks, his point of views, and they follow him. So he's, a, he's really their leader. The only thing I don't like is you, you can't have your number two pick. Now he's inactive. Now he's like the practice squad player. I don't like that part. Maybe he could be like the third backup. Right. Here's what I think Robert Sala believes is about to happen. Robert Sala, in 2011 to 2013, he was on the Seattle Seahawks. That's right. He was the defensive quality control coach. That's where he started to make the ascension of his career. Okay. He's on the Seahawks there. He follows Gus Bradley to the Jags, where he becomes the linebackers coach. Then he goes to him. San Fran. Bingo. So you understand. Yep. 
What happened in Seattle, y'all, right around 2012? You remember? What happened in Seattle right around 2012 was that the starting supposed franchise quarterback of Matt Flynn... Matt Flynn. ...was benched for Russell Wilson. Okay. This is not a Matt Flynn-Russell Wilson moment. Yeah. This is a Mike White moment. This isn't even a Tua Ryan Fitzpatrick moment. Ryan Fitzpatrick had 130-plus career starts in his NFL career. You are not benching Zach Wilson for even Joe Flacco. You're benching Zach Wilson for Mike White. Last time we saw Mike White start a game, y'all go back and look at the tape. I'm literally watching it on my iPad during commercial breaks. No touchdowns, four interceptions against the Buffalo Bills. Is that right? That's well, right. We'll watch one against the Bengals. Yes, sir. 400 yeah. yards. Come, Come on, on now. Come three on touchdowns. Now. Three touchdowns. They go both had, ways. Three touchdowns, and he had two interceptions. I watched that during the 12 o'clock meeting. <laughs> so, with that being Man. said, between those two games, that's still six picks. You, All I'm saying is, what you saying? it's not like you're benching him for Russ. You're not benching him even for Fitz. You're benching him no. for a cat named Mike White who we don't even really know much about. He's benching him in the meantime. Matt Flynn lost his job. Now, Zach's going to be playing, though. Let's get right. that straight. Zach is awful. He looks terrible. Like, he should not play for at least next year. At least next year, though. Back, but back up this year. That's what I'm saying. He should not be on no football field but, as a starter. Joy, when has that worked out, historically speaking? You've covered the sport for a very long time. What quarterbacks do you see in their second year get benched for a quarterback that is worse than them and has less experience than them, and that actually pan out in the long term? You saw it with Tua, but that was a vastly different situation, at least in my mind. Do you think, if you, put him, two yards. Do you think <laughs> it, if you bench him, it'll work out long term? <laughs> The Tua situation, it, it feels the same, but it's not at all. It was in Tua's first year. To your point, it was Ryan Fitzpatrick. There was no way Tua was losing the job entirely. There's a lot on the board here. I don't, I don't want to be hyperbolic and say I've never seen this before, but this is dramatic. I don't know how you come back from this. Like he's, Robert Saul is saying like the intent is for him to play again, probably to cover himself a little bit in case Mike White is on the lower ends of what mm -hmm. Mike White is capable of and not the higher end and things start to really unravel. But I think I really feel like this was something that was simmering for a while because of how dramatic it is. We all thought he was going to play at least next week. Yep. Like if they were going to bench him, you know, you'd give him another week after this performance to see if this is just a fluke. No, nah, he's inactive. Yeah. Get out of here. Don't even right. come. Put, don't, your, put your sweats on. You. Right. No, don't, no, leave yeah, your helmet. You go pray. Bring your sweats. No, it'd, be bad yeah, if, right. it'd be bad if they don't give him the headset. No, that's bad. If they don't bad. Get, you don't get the headset. <laughs> so yeah. I really don't know how they recover with him in this situation. Will, let's talk about the why. You played for the Packers. You played for the Jags. You played for I Washington. played for all 32 teams. You, <laughs> you, played, you played for enough. I'm trying to set it up, Will, hosting. I'm trying to set up the story. By the way, I love when you call me a better. superstar. I appreciate that. <laughs> the, yeah, the, that point nice. of, the point I'm trying to make to get to is this. Did Robert Sala have to bench Zach yes. Wilson? That's the narrative I've heard so much of on, on, on Twitter, on television. They had to bench Zach Wilson or he would have lost the locker room. You've been in a lot of locker rooms. Did Sala have to bench Zach Wilson based upon his play or based upon his quote or based upon both? I think based upon his play. First of all, I want to go back to week eight with Zach Wilson where he was on a podium and he did take accountability for not playing well versus the wing in the first game. There is a cool I, a video. I yeah, put I it up it. there. Yep. Um, but also it was a matter just because it, it's simple. He wasn't playing well. And despite how well our defense is, despite our Super Bowl defense, like I had to do this. And so in this case, I think, like I said, I'm not overly crazy dramatic about it. This is a team that is super young and is still building for the future. Again, we didn't know they were going to be this good. So now the fact that they are in a competitive situation, he's like, man, we got to cut our losses. Just like your, your Eagles, 
when they weren't doing well stopping hey, the run. Take it easy. Hold up. No, this, this is a good thing. This oh, okay. is a good thing. Okay, this is a good thing. This is a good thing. Because on this show, Eagles Listen, talk, this is a good this, thing. Okay. Okay, go this ahead. Good thing. Just like the Eagles, when they were like, hey, we need to fix our run game, right. they made two drastic, huge, yep. drastic right. signings. Get that better. Right now, offensively, Zach's the issue. Now, and, and even at that point, like, so, in this situation, it, it's tough. As a, as a team, right, losing locker room, you can lose that locker room. As a team and then the coaches, when you watch that tape and you see the, his production, you're like, you're looking around like, what should we do? I'll give you an example. In Buffalo, right, we benched um, – um, Peterman. Um, no, 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 no. Before we benched Peterman. Tyrod? We had Tyrod Taylor. Yeah. He was solid, right? I thought I liked Tyrod. Right. I think they could do better things with the offense, but they didn't do that. They benched Tyrod, and it started Nate Peterman. Now, listen. He threw about five picks. Five but of them. The five no, no, picks five he threw, though, he threw three of them in the first three drives. <laughs> and I was hot because, first of all, they, I, I had at least 50 yards on the first two drives. I'm like, give me the ball. They didn't do that. He threw five picks, three in the first drive. So, now... <laughs> That next week, we all watching tape. Like, hey. Now, I, I'm, I'm very vocal. And our defense wasn't as good as these Jets defense. This is a Super Bowl defense. I'm sitting here like, all right, now, now. We go to the, the – so Monday, we got day off Tuesday. We came in like the walkthroughs. And the walkthroughs, he was starting still. That whole locker room was like, McDermott, <laughs> now what are we doing? Hold up. Because are we, are we tanking or what are we doing? So he felt that. I'm, I'm joking, but I'm serious. He, he felt that vibe from the players. Right. Like, hey, man, this dude was through five picks. We can't win with him. Zach Wilson, we can't win with him. So we had to make moves and a bench state for the betterment of the team. Same thing with Zach. But, for the betterment of the team, right, we got the best guy. to add to that, to, which makes this more complicated to me, who do they bench him for? Josh? Correct. Yeah. yeah. They're not benching. That's, that's my issue. Man. Like, Zach Wilson well, 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 should oh, be. Oh, anybody can do better than, than this guy. Than no, Zach. no, I agree. But I'm saying <laughs> as far as how how permanent this feels. Oh, yeah, okay. You know, Nathan got benched for Josh Allen, who was the future of the organization. They were just trying to bring him along. So at least you're, you're, you're just bringing him in earlier than you wanted to. Mike White isn't the future of the organization. Zach Wilson's supposed to be the future of the organization. That's a good question. I just, I just got one more question. Shady, how bad was Zach Wilson? Bad, bad. <laughs> Coming up, it's a big battle in the <laughs> NFC East. Giants, Cowboys, who has more at stake? That game going to be good, good if I've ever seen one. <laughs> That's next on Speak. Don't go anywhere. Welcome back into the greatest hang on television. Yeah, I said that with my chest. We got to check in on our social life. Earlier this week, I did it. I called out Chargers superstar quarterback Justin Herbert yes, he did. on social media. I called him a social media quarterback. Well, the Chargers clapped back. Y'all take a listen. Justin Herbert is a social media quarterback. Social media quarterback. Social media quarterback. Hey, I'm Mike. Oh, seriously? <laughs> Instagram reels, TikTok videos, Twitter clips. This is pretty cool, though. He makes social media throws. And on social media, that is who Justin Herbert is. We simply look away. I won't. I'm looking dead into the heart of the camera. Bruh. That's right. Hey, Chargers, am I on the show or what? They did, they did Joy Dirty, bro. How they just cut around I'm not saying, like I'm that. saying right here in the middle of the desk. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I man. remember that. Look, it was a great edit, but how could you just so poorly miss the mark? Yeah, they the missed mark. They missed the mark. Like, missed I'm not saying he likes social media. I mean, did they miss the point or did they oh, like? Oh, they golf, they they golf climb back. Yeah, they golf climb back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was weak. Chargers, I expected more <laughs> out of you. You said that was weak. That was a really good edit. That was a really good edit. Yeah. You missed what he was talking about. It just didn't hurt. They're usually, they're usually they're usually on. They're usually on. That was like trying to tackle you in the open field. Like, they might bring you down, but it's not a clean shot. You know what I'm saying? No, like, it's no. a shoelace tackle. I'm going to be honest. I don't think I ever tackled Shady. Because <laughs> 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 he would fool us. 
Every week we be in the film, they're like, the ball is there. He has the ball oh, out yeah. here. And every time we go for the ball, bloop, bloop. <laughs> it's a trick. He hey, he, he put, hey, he put it right here before you tackle him. He got the perfect Tiki Barber right before you tackle him. Uh, well, speaking of Tiki Barber, he played for the New York Giants, and uh -oh. the Cowboys got a great matchup this week, tomorrow, Thanksgiving, on Fox against the New York Giants. Both teams, 7-3. and three. This game could not be any bigger. We're talking about for second place in the NFC East. We're talking about for bragging rights. We're talking about millions upon millions upon millions of people watching. Dallas is currently a nine-and-a-half point favorite at home, according to Fox Bet Sports Book. So much is at stake during this game. I don't even need to sell it. But, Joy, who has more at stake, the Cowboys or the Giants? Absolutely the Giants. First of all, they're coming off a loss to the Lions, so they need a bounce back. You don't want to have two, two L's in a row. You need this division win badly, and you need it to stay in the playoff race. So just from a pure football competition perspective, yeah. the Giants need this win more than the Cowboys do. Now, obviously, the Cowboys would like to get this win in primetime on Thanksgiving. Jerry Jones doesn't want to take this L to the New York Giants, but... Where they're positioned right now, the Giants, this game just means more to them to stay in the in the playoff race, and you don't want to have another a, a loss to the Cowboys. 2-5, so. how you feel about this one? You played on Thanksgiving several times. Giants, Cowboys, more at stake. I'm going to say uh, the Cowboys. You can't go to and beat the, 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 the best, the second-best team in the NFC and then, what, 40-3, to three, and then go to the Giants and lay an egg? No. You got to learn how to win, right? When I say that is, you go have a big win like that, sometimes – Teams get too hyped. Oh, you see what we did? Next week, they're flat. No, put stack wins together. So you put a big win like that, 40-3, you got to come play a good, another good team, right? And that's a divisional game. And do the same thing. I don't at know least be, 30. Yeah, I mean, I'm not saying 40 points, but at least showcase that y'all got the big dogs because we all know them boys in green in Philadelphia oh, are the main man. dogs in the NFC. Or <laughs> You already it's know that. Show, I, Will. It's every show. Ignore I, it the first time. Pay attention to it. You know, I play for the other two teams, the uh, football team. I can't say commanders. That's hard. That's weird. Football team <laughs> and the uh, Giants. But I'm the complete opposite Giants, of God, Joy. Yeah. I feel like for the, for the Cowboys, this what Shady said, this is a must. They have to repeat these wins, right? You yep. can't go and blow a team out that is one of the favorites and then come back against the Giants division opponent on Thanksgiving. Obviously, you're still trying to court OBJ. Like, you got to do this. For the Giants, they would like to get this win because this year, just like I mentioned the Jets, no one thought the Giants were going to be That's in this true. position right now, too. So this would be... If they keep stacking wins, it's a luxury because, again, they're still building for the future. So for the Cowboys, it is vital not just to win this week, but to win impressive. I think it's a big deal. I almost think, Joy, it's Point. like, are the Giants playing with house money and the Cowboys playing with real dollars of their own? To Will's point, nobody really anticipated that the Giants would be in this position. Seven and three. Right. Saquon is healthy. Yeah. Bounce back year, balling. Daniel Jones is at least playing competent. He ain't putting the team on his back, but he's playing competently. Better than usual. Though. Yeah. Better than usual. Like, yeah. if the Giants are seven and three and go to seven and four, we'll be like, hmm, they lost. But if the Cowboys lose, and most importantly, if Dak Prescott, you, Dak Prescott, are inconsistent, now I got questions. Right. Against the Packers, Dak was like, man eh, question. <laughs> I, well, I'm thinking about it, Will. The Cowboys go as Dak goes. Jerry yeah. Jones said that. I agree. We all I agree, agree with that. I said it too, yep. But he's played five games this season, if I'm not mistaken. He's three and two. He's had two bad games, Packers and Bucks. He had an okay game in my mind against the Bears, okay, because he threw a terrible pick. That undermines an excellent game. But he had an excellent game against the Vikings, and he played very close clean and solid against the Lions. So I just want to see Dak Prescott be consistent. That's where I lean in with you, Shady, is like, yo, you can't win by 40, come back at home with now we're at probably 40 million people watching yeah. and then take it. It's who you beat by 40. Yeah. That's the big deal. Yeah, right. Well, I mean, 
You're telling me the Vikings were a big deal to beat. So they're not now? Is that what it is? It wasn't a big win? Uh, you're no, saying it uh, was no, a big no. win coming I'm saying, I'm saying because they beat Minnesota by, by 40. Uh, that makes it even yeah. bigger. They beat, they beat a contender that. by oh, okay, 40. Okay, okay. You weren't Yeah, yeah. No, 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 no. I was throwing shade. Uh, <laughs> I mean, I, I, I agree with what you're saying from, a, from an expectation standpoint. We have more expectations of the Dallas Cowboys this year than we do of the New York Giants. So there's more pressure on the Dallas Cowboys to win. Yeah. And to your point, coming off of that big win right. over the Vikings – they take it off TV, it's so bad, <laughs> that, you know, you, you're going to come down a little bit. Like, that's, that's just what teams tend to do. And this Giants team is coming off of a loss. They don't want to put two L's together. But I, I think that if, if you're really looking at house money, the Cowboys are in a better position right now than the Giants. Now, I don't think they should take that for granted, and we will be much harder on the Cowboys if they lose this game mm -hmm. than we are going to be on the Giants. I am. But that's to, that's to Will's point. We just don't have the expectations of the Giants this year. They're overachieving. The Dallas Cowboys will be underachieving if they lose this game. Shady, I'm going to derail this conversation for a second. We played together in Dallas on Thanksgiving. I think what would be interesting for the viewer at home, what's different about the Thanksgiving game? We played there in Dallas. We yeah. won. Mark Sanchez was our quarterback. I think 30 to 6. You know Fact check me, Andy. I think we won like 30 to 6. What is different about the Thanksgiving game? Cowboys have lost three consecutive games on Thanksgiving. What makes that game different? Real quick, the, gob the gobbler player of the game. You know who got that? I would assume you, Shady. <laughs> I was going to say that. I'm sorry. Um, so I just think that, that game, no, it, first of all, everybody's at home watching the game. That's super cool about it. Right. At first, I didn't like it. Like, man, I can't eat Thanksgiving with my family, my, my kids, my, my parents. But then you're like, hold up. We're going to be the only game on TV in Dallas, right? And then if we win, we, we can do whatever. So Is it more nerve-wracking? No, it's fun. Everybody's at home watching. No, I, I, think it's, I think it's super fun. I loved it. I, and it depends what type of player you are. If you're a player that loves the, the competition, you love the spotlight, right? Big moments, you'll love that game. Will, um, let me take it to you for a second. Dak Prescott, you're a defensive back. You know good quarterback play. You know bad quarterback play. You played with Aaron Rodgers. You practiced against Aaron Rodgers. Do you need to see Dak be more consistent? What can he prove to you in this game? I think this has to be a game where he truly takes over. Because in the situation, so I did play against Dak. And watching film, it's like he's a good quarterback, but we trying to stop Zeke. Yep. He's a good quarterback, but we trying to stop this run game. Oh, God. You know what I'm saying? Like, oh, God, thank you for saying that. No, but, but, it's, but it's the truth. There's a God in this world. <laughs> it I say that every it week. It is not me. <laughs> Hold up. I'm not cutting you off. No, you Dave, didn't. you hear this? It wasn't me. Somebody else has eyes, too. So. Yeah, he, he got he to truly, like, be the guy to show up where it's like, look, I'm just going to handle it. And you mentioned Aaron. I also play with number four. I was to play with him, too. Oh, yeah, yeah, so yeah, right, 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 we yeah. knew going into games, like, regardless if we can't run the ball or not, like, we got a dude back there who's just going to go ahead and, and shred the defense if, if we need it to be. Real quick, before we go to break, Will, I got to call you on a point. He yeah. made some great points. Will, eventually you're going to have to get Shady because you're 1-3 against him in his, in his career and your career, by the way. Man, not what my team was. Man, look. He 1-1 one -on -one right now, though, baby. He's <laughs> on the day. Whoa. And that is all that matters. Well, speaking of somebody who needs to get a W, how about Zach Wilson? But he can't because he's on the bench. Huge groundbreaking news in New York. Zach Wilson, top three pick from last year's draft, officially benched this upcoming week by the head coach. So much drama, we have to unpack it for y'all. Go nowhere. It's speak. Sit him down. <laughs> Welcome back. The breaking news of the day. Zach Wilson, star, not star, wannabe star quarterback for the Jets, top three pick for the Jets, officially benched. After thinking about it, I realized this much. He's taking too much heat. 
What do you gain by pouring on excess heat, excess adversity, excess blame to Zach Wilson? If he is your future, New York Jets, don't you want to invest in him as though he is your future? What do you gain by treating him as some sort of lab rat, just running him through an experiment to see if he can overcome? I do not like coddling quarterbacks. I played linebacker. I did not get coddled. However, I do realize this. You have to treat quarterbacks a little more delicately. If you have grace for rookie quarterbacks to develop physically, to develop by arm strength, develop accuracy, develop mobility, shouldn't you have the same amount of grace for quarterbacks to develop mentally? Think about Zach Wilson. He came from BYU. You knew that, Jets. You drafted him from BYU. At BYU, he played two ranked teams as a ranked team, Boise State and Coastal Carolina. He was not Tua Tungavailoa, who got benched for Jalen Hurts, who benched Jalen Hurts. He was not Justin Fields, who played with superstars, Garrett Wilson, Chris Olave, amongst others. Zach Wilson was a guy out of BYU who you knew he had to emotionally develop. So give him the leeway to emotionally develop. It is not to excuse him of the bad play that he is currently putting on tape because he is playing bad. But what do you gain by pouring on him as though you are a Twitter troll and adding excess negativity to the negativity that already exists within his ears? He is your future. You drafted him top three. Joe Douglas, general manager, Robert Sala, head coach. You are tethered to Zach Wilson. And as long as you are tethered to Zach Wilson, it is in your best interest to make sure Zach Wilson's future is bright and his yesterday isn't as bad. I had to get it out of my chest. I'm sorry. Yeah. I apologize. I, I, have lot to I ain't gonna, I'm not going to lie. Like, I looked, I was like, is that on the teleprompter? Yeah. I just, I just I thought you were reading it. That was I'll like a battle rap right I'll there. i be freestyling, coach. Yeah. Um, Joy, let me come to you. I know how you feel about this, but the world doesn't yet. <laughs> like, is Zach Wilson taking too much heat? Will Ferrell in the debate. Um, <laughs> no, he's not taking too much heat. This is not college. This is not high school. This is big boy NFL. Right. Millions of dollars. You get a check, do the work. You get to go have fun. <laughs> Don't do the work. Probably check comes back. <laughs> get a different job. Straight like that. Like, you know, we joke, like, if I was a GM, it'd be a, it'd be a rough place to work. But oh, look, I mean, this is a results-driven business. This is how it works. And yes, you're right. He probably wasn't emotionally prepared for New York City from BYU. <clears throat> Not to, you know, not BYU, but it's a little different than you New know, York knocking, City. That's, that's the facts. That's just the facts. Yeah. So if you're going to put him in this situation, you better make sure he, he's like that. And he's clearly not. And whether he's a young person, and look, we put a lot on these young people. They are better than me. I would have been a disaster. What we expect from these young 20-year-old men to go and be the face of a billion-dollar organization is probably a little outrageous. But life's not fair, and you get compensated for it. So that's, that's how this works. That's how this works. So I don't want to talk about whether it's fair or he's taking too much heat. Quarterbacks get all the praise, so they get all the criticism. And you're not Aaron Rodgers, so you can't get up on, on stage and point fingers yeah, or right. not take accountability. You're not him. And we give him a bunch of crap when he does that. We, give, we talk about Kevin Durant when he calls out his teammates. These are guys with championships. These are guys who are going to the Hall of Fame. So you can't get up there and get asked a simple question, did you let the defense down? The answer is yes. No, the answer is hell yes. 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 <laughs> yes, there, yes. There's, there's hell yes, no I did. version of that where you get to say no. And I understand he got a little emotional, yep. but that's what this job is. But let me ask you, because I fully agree. I fully agree. I guess <clears throat> I just overly empathize with Zach for this reason. Pitt, Boston College, Texas, right? That's where we all played college football at. What I know about playing at those big-time programs versus playing at maybe a BYU on Tuesday or Monday when you have to answer it at a presser. At a place like Pitt, B.C., Texas, there might be 50, 100 reporters in there. I'm giving y'all some credit, okay? There might be 50 or 100 I'm reporters in, in there. At BYU, though, Joy, I don't know that Zach Wilson is used to 
this. I think about all these quarterbacks that come from small schools, Shady. Eventually, you see a lower maturation, a, a slower maturation process. Carson Wentz. The first time he faced that real emotional adversity in Philadelphia, it went bad, bad. Trey Lance, no issue with you going to a strip club as a normal civilian, but when you are a quarterback for a franchise, it probably doesn't behoove you to be on camera at a strip club and it come out during a game week. It just right. doesn't behoove you yeah. to do that. Josh Allen, we remember he had those racially, racially insensitive tweets from his high school come out when he was in the draft process. If he would have went to Alabama... Penn State, Ohio State, that would have been scrubbed during the recruiting process. But you go to Wyoming, they probably don't catch that. I say all that to say, when you go to a smaller school, you might not emotionally develop as fast. And if y'all drafted him, Jets, I'm just thinking, how can you not understand what you drafted? He's not a rookie. He's not. He's not. He's not. But to your point, you're saying he should have had some media training. Because he's based because he is the number two pick in New York. That comes with the territory. You should, like, we already know, if, we're, if I'm the quarterback in New York, this is going to be heat, no matter what happens. I need right. to play outstanding. Even if I play mediocre, I'm going to get hit over the head. So, in this point, right, I don't think he knows how to understand it. Because even I went back and watched some of his interviews, and he, he usually is vague, where I can be like, okay, like, I'm pretty witty. I can be sarcastic. So, for me, I wouldn't really get offended by it. But I can see where a lot of people are like, man, this dude, this, this dude could be a douche. Yeah, you know, sar- this dude sarcasm be... doesn't work in that spot. But he wasn't good last year. Yeah. And I, he had a whole year. I just think that he's he's a bad liar. Yeah, because like, come on, like. What you mean? Is it your, did you let the defense down? He should have said yes. He come on. Yes, you know you did. You had two yards in the second half. Like, come on, dog. I think he <laughs> it's is obvious. You I let think the team he down. is trained where it's like because even his other interviews before when he was like they said would you shoulder this loss? He was like no, I won't shoulder the loss. So I think in his mind he's like we lose as a team. We win as a team, we lose. That's crazy. Like, yeah, that's, 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 that's not how it works. No, no, but that's, probably, but that's probably how he is wired to your point, where he's not conditioned to be like, man, I need – he did play – he did say I played terrible. Dudes, dudes – no, no, no. Dudes know when they play bad. Correct. Yeah, you and, know you, you and, play you be, bad. and you be straight up. BYU, Alabama, whoever you t- – IUP, you know <laughs> when you play. You had two yards in the second half. You know you play bad. I think – go ahead. But I'll answer a question about the blame, right? Like, he needs more blame for this, right? Yeah, man, listen, listen. Last year, right, he was a rookie. And, and there was times where he didn't look good, right? But he had some flashes, though. Like, oh, okay, there's some potential. When I look at our rookies, I don't never judge a rookie. I look for him to see flashes of greatness. When I played with Josh Allen, Josh was not that good as a rookie. But he had flashes like, oh, okay, he's going to be good I eventually. see what it can be. So yeah. I seen some plays last year. Was that like, man, maybe he's getting better. I, I didn't see no progression in his game. Like, he's the same guy. So when I look at him getting the blame, he deserves every bit of that. That team is a good defense, man, and you don't want to waste it because football's year to year. You don't want to waste that with a defense like that. Shady. And this guy doesn't right. do nothing especially, for you. Especially when you hear Coach Stallis says he needs to get back to doing the little things right. Hey, he right. needs to get back to the fundamentals. And year two, I mean, that's what OTAs are for. That's what minicamp is for, to shore up those little things. So it says no, that man. he wasn't doing his work. Here's what's hard for me, though, sitting here at the desk, is the leading running back had 19 yards. The second leading running back had 10 yards. Zach Wilson had 26 yards rushing. So, did he play bad? Of course. But I also got to go take the microphone and ask James Robinson, hey, did you play bad? Michael Carter, did you play bad? Now, I agree with Joy, you're a quarterback. But I also, I don't agree it's coincidence that Mark Sanchez is the last winning quarterback for the Jets. I don't agree it's coincidence. 
The reason I don't agree that that's coincidence is because I think a guy like Mark Sanchez coming off of the real USC, not, <laughs> not the Sam Darnold USC, coming off of the real USC was much more equipped to handle the New York jet, the New York marketplace. That's just kind of how I'm trying to think a little deeper about it. Where do you stand? I see you have thoughts. He's a quarterback. All those other guys you mentioned are not the quarterback. Right. They aren't on all the posters. They don't do all the pressers after the game. They're not the guy. You're the guy. You got to be the guy. Whether it's fair or not, again, I really don't like having the fair conversation. You get a big check. That's where the fairness goes out the window. If they're volunteering, I'll, be, I'll give you a little more grace. The, these are very highly compensated young men. Now, it's a lot of pressure. And being in New York, it's even more pressure. And maybe they're not doing all the right things for him. But for them to go to this extreme, to not just bench him in the middle of a season where they're in the middle of a playoff run, or trying to get to the playoffs, yeah, yeah, yeah. trying to get to the playoffs with a defense that is Super Bowl caliber, yep. this is a dramatic thing. I think what Will said is true. He's clearly not doing his work. This is a dramatic thing to do off of, off of a one bad game when just a few weeks ago you, you, lost, you beat Josh Allen. Who's in the MVP conversation? Well, you asked a brilliant question offset. You said if Robert Sala was an offensive mind, would this have happened? Right? I don't think it would have. No, but you now, immediately said no. I said no. Why? Because I think offensive minds are usually shady, more delicate with quarterbacks. You've seen it. You, you've only played in my mind. You saw McDermott. But Bruce Arians, yeah, obviously yeah. offensive yeah. mind. Andy Reid, obviously biggest, offensive oh, mind. Right, right. Uh, uh, I was trying, but he wasn't Yeah, there. You played with offensive minds over yeah. the course of your career. Okay. I think offensive minds would have been more diligent about coddling Zach. He's playing bad. We get that. But if you're playing the long game, because like Joy said, that is your future, I just don't know if this was the most wise decision to bench him. Like, I try to view mental, in, I try to view mental things like I do view physical things, right? We're at a point in society now where we understand to a degree there's a correlation. If you see a quarterback, and we're still giving grace for Justin Fields, who's in his second year, we're still, not you, but we're still giving grace for Justin. Justin's better, a lot. A lot better than Correct. Okay. And he's shown but, way more progress. Yeah, yeah. Here's what I'm going with. Way more productive. Yes, but we're still giving grace for Justin Fields to develop physically as a passer. How are we not extending the same grace for Zach? Because everyone looked at Nagy about it. That's why. Yeah, and I don't, I don't know that the Jets think he's their future anymore. How do you make a move like this without that yeah, potentially that. being on the board? How do, let me ask you a question, because I, 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 I normally agree with you. How, why would you play him, though? Tell, tell me that. The only reason I would play him is this. Their offensive line has not been good, and so Joe Flacco would be running for his life. Okay, great. We got Mike White. But what has Mike White shown you to say he's going to okay. be the guy? So I know you watch tape because yes, I'll be with you when you watch tape. Yes, sir. Yo, he's missing a lot of open receivers. He is. Terrible. Denzel Ter Mims, wide open. open. I'm, I'm not, you talk about the big pass. I'm not even talking about the big pass. I'm not talking about the touchdowns. I'm talking about this irregular 35 bang. He's missing everything. You can't play this dude in that's one game. Sal and that's Salah's point. He's that's... he's not doing the little easy things. The game's 3-3, three, three, man. Well. Look, the game's 3-3, three, three, bro. Also, is it a coincidence <laughs> that multiple receivers have tried to get out of here? That's another interesting question. Let me address this address. They win every day. Let me ask you this first, though, Shady. Come on, man. Mike White started the season as a third stringer. So clearly it's not like Mike White is a great NFL quarterback. He started the season uh, anywhere from the 64th best quarterback in the NFL to the 96th best quarterback in the NFL. I should tell you NFL. something, though. I tell you that if I got a number two pick overall and I'm willing to bench him and play the, th the third string that's mm -hmm. bad you say he is, that must tell you something. Uh, everyone processes things differently, right? Like you might not have liked to get yelled at. Yeah. Maybe you didn't care if you got yelled at. Maybe you didn't like when a coach yelled at you, but just don't cuss at me. Maybe you don't care if you get cussed at. Everybody can process things differently when they're struggling. Right. Yeah. 
they clearly feel, if they believe that he's their, still their future, which I don't necessarily know if they do, they clearly feel he needed to sit down somewhere, like take a whole seat. Straight up. Whatever right. it is yeah. that you're doing, yeah. you need to meditate, get a therapist, do whatever you need to do, and get yourself straight because what you are doing is so bad, we cannot even have you active. That's dramatic. So whatever it is that's going on with him is bigger than what we can see just on tape and what he's saying. And, and that's why I really feel like they did it. Because when you go out there after performance like that and don't take responsibility, you're not thinking straight. You have to say it's yeah. your fault. Because the reality is we will protect you. Right. If we, if we know it wasn't really your fault, we used to do this with Andrew Luck all the time. Andrew Luck would take credit for every, every time it went bad. It's my fault. We're it's my leader. fault. I need to be better. Uh, I messed on this. Like, the guys are doing a great job. They're playing really hard. Andrew. You got sacked 10 times. You got a burst spleen, whatever that is. We know it's not your fault. Like, we appreciate you saying that, but we all have eyeballs. We know what's going on there. We would protect him because he would take so much credit for losses. You have to know. You must know, especially in your second year, that when you play bad, it is your fault. When you play good and you lose, it's your fault. Let me ask you this, though. At what point are you looking at that? At what point is that worth being benched? Because I don't think the play alone... Shay, we've seen bad quarterback play. Leadership, right? I don't think leadership and, and play. But you got to put more respect on Mike White's name, though. And his, and his three starts, first of all. Speaking of he's, flashes. Hold on, hold on. Yeah. He's, af he's averaging more yards than Zach Wilson, right? He has better passing rating than Zach Wilson. And he has better completion percentage than Zach Wilson. So, like, before you say how bad this guy is and all that, and he's giving you more than two yards. And he went toe-to-toe -to -toe -to -toe with Joe Burrow last year. All I'm saying is Give this. Give a chance. Mike, I'm not writing you off. I see you make plays, 400 Mike. yards. I got you, man. Let's you go, mentioned, man. Let's you go. mentioned Matt Flynn. Why did Matt Flynn get a deal? Because he threw for six TDs in one game. The last time I saw Mike White, he got beat 45 to 17. He had no touchdown passes, Damn. and he had four. That's the last time? And the last time you seen Zach Wilson, he had two yards in the second half. <laughs> <laughs> the Jets are stuck between a rock and a hard place. Neither is good for him. Coming up, Patriots-Vikings. It's a huge Thanksgiving night game. Both teams desperately, desperately need a win to solidify where they are currently in the playoff picture. We will tell you which team needs to win more. Go nowhere. Speak. Now look, y'all, this might be my favorite social life to date. Uh, you got Chiefs. Uh, defensive back, excuse me, not a defensive back. I don't respect his game. That steroid boy, Traverius Ward, made his <laughs> opinion on DeAndre Hopkins very clear. That steroid boy, close quote. Now remember, D-Hop did miss six games this season due to performance enhancing something. 2-5, you talked about this. I'm interested to hear your thoughts, big dog. No, I mean, it's, it's actually kind of funny, though. But, very I mean, funny. He means what he says. Hey, man, you got caught. You got caught. So I remember playing against certain players, like, uh, what's the big linebacker? He was really good, fast, USC. Cushy. Cushy, he was a beast. Man, you just said it immediately. And I we, <laughs> once, once we knew he got popped, I'm like, man, yeah, I yeah, ain't, listen. Yeah, yeah. The next sack you get out of him, what it Don't is. Yeah. Now, D-Hop is a beast. He's he still going to play, but I feel what he said. Yep. I've been there. Here's my thing. I knew it was Cushing because I'm still frustrated. Cushing won defensive rookie of See? the year Look. over a dude from Texas, Brian Arakpo. And I'm like, That's wait a nice. second. Cushing, you was on that stuff. And you're going to win an award that Rackpo will never get back because you was on that stuff. Oh, well, weigh in, big dog. You give me a look like you don't like what I'm saying. Mr. Nah, I, knew you, I thought you were going to bring something about yourself. Like, you nah, messed nah, up. Nah, nah, I'm nah, like, nah. here he go. No, I, I think it's hilarious because I don't know what D-Hop said. There's some disrespectful stuff that is said on that field. Okay, there is some nonsense. Yeah, he probably said some crazy. So, yes, this is hilarious. This is super fun. How do you feel about dudes who do get caught performance enhancing? You lose respect for them? A ton. A ton because I'm, I worked my butt off to get there. Like... I, I thought I was a superior athlete. When I got some dude over here who's getting whatever, 
because he's taking stuff. Or there are guys who they take they take stuff. This is why they're on. They take stuff. They get paid, then they get caught, and, they and then get they off. get off of it, and then they get sorry. And then body falls apart. And then when they get off, no body falls included. apart. Yep. They start getting hurt. Yep. Yeah, yeah, right. Yep, it's a lot of them. A lot of. We play with a couple of. Them. Oh man, we played against a lot of them too. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> we will protect the guilty <laughs> until commercial break. <laughs> Mr. Needle. Okay, Needle. Mr. Needle. Medicine cabinet fool. We gotta move on to the huge Thanksgiving matchup. Patriots on the road against the Minnesota Vikings. New England, they won three straight games. They're sitting at six and four. They're in the playoff picture against the likes of the Chargers and over Justin Herbert. I said that twice. Y'all know why I said it. Anyway, Minnesota Vikings, on the other hand, they just ended their seven-game win streak loss to the Cowboys, but they are still balling. Eight and two is where they stand. Joy, coming to you for this one. Who needs to win more? Is it the Patriots or is it the Vikings? Come on, it's the Vikings. That was a – what we do, Shady? <laughs> that, was a, that was an underhand pitch. Boom. Right, right. Boom. <laughs> the, the rock people elbow. <laughs> Whatever it is, come on now. Yeah, they tore them up. It was disrespectful, actually. It was. It was so bad they took it off television. We At home. This. We got to protect the children. That's There's true. There's children yeah. watching right. this. Right. Vikings. Yes, the Vikings need to win more. All jokes aside, like, they really do need to win more. You can't lose two games at home, too. This is a home game. You're better than the Patriots, yeah. allegedly. Yeah. I think they are, but you're, you, you are a better team than the Patriots. You have better weapons. I don't know about the coaching. We'll see. But at home, you need to win this game. It's, it's absolutely all the pressures on the Vikings. Joy's right. I mean, everything I wanted to say, she just said it. Like, <laughs> you got whooped on, bullied at home. And everybody's talking about how good you were. Oh, my God, they beat the Bills. Uh, can, can they be as just as good as the Eagles? No, they're not. They got whooped on. So, yes, they got to show some type of heart. Listen, I never got beat by that much ever <laughs> in sports. But <laughs> I've got beat on. Maybe in life? Like, what do you – why do you have to clarify, like, so, in sports? Yeah, I'm just, you know, doing my thing on TV. Just take it easy. <laughs> but, look, but listen, I, I've got beat by good opponents, right? And I remember sitting in the locker room like, hey, man, look, we got to respond this next game. We was at home. You let the fans down. You let your family down. Everybody seen it. The, the community, the, 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 the mayor, whoever it is, they seen it. So they got to go yeah. out there to, to a, a basic Patriots team, yeah. right? We, 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 I won't get into Belichick, but there's a basic team that they're going to run the ball all day, which the Cowboys ran the ball all game. So you know they're going to try to run the ball. You got to show up, Vikings. Come on, Kurt. You may, it's a primetime game. I mean, change yeah, the narrative. It's a primetime game. You know what's he doing on primetime, Joy? Ooh. Come on, boom! <laughs> <laughs> now, I, I would say the, uh, oh, definitely the Vikings way more, um, simply because they haven't <clears throat> been to the playoffs since what 2019. Yep. And Kirk, yep. Kirk's one and three in the playoffs. And right now, Kirk Cousins in the middle of Vikings, they have everything that they need. Yep. You know, Kirk's there for another year. Kirk got his his coach right. I was with K, well, K O'Connell in Washington. That's his homeboy. Dalvin Cook's cooking. They went and got Hawkinson. Jefferson, obviously, Ooh. is rocking people. They yeah. got everything they need. And so for them to go ahead and lay this one down, like, it'll be awful. And like you said, after that big, after that big loss, how are we going to respond, especially because we are in the picture? Every, every team who was in it, they will have a weird loss, you know. Yeah, that happens. Like, yeah, that yeah. happens. 
But in this case, every year Minnesota comes to the season as the dark horse, as in like, okay, Minnesota, this could be it, this could be it. And every year it's not it. So this is, this is a chance for them to prove it. Let me ask you all this. If you are the Vikings, win or lose, you all still clearly going to win the NFC North. Yeah. If you are the Vikings, win or lose, you all are still going to end up as a three seed, maybe a two seed, depending on what the Cowboys do, what the Giants got going. So, like, the Vikings playoff picture, for the most part, is in large degree set. Two seed, three seed, going to win the North. They sitting pretty. The Niners, I believe, are five and five. Niners are six and four. You got the Cowboys. You got the Giants. They're six and three. Somebody got to take a loss, and they got to play each other again. Sure, Vikings, yeah. to some degree, playoff picture set. Yeah. But the Patriots, 2-5, they 6-4. and four. If they win and the Bills lose, all of a sudden, they're second in the AFC. Mm. Oh, AFC wow. East. Wow, if they crazy. lose, all of a sudden, they could wind up behind the Jets again yeah. if they go to 6-5 and five and the Jets go to 7-4. Mm. and four. So, to me, it's like the Patriots have significantly more to mm. gain okay. because, like, they can do this in the playoff picture. They can be a two seed. They can be a seven seed. They can be out the whole joint. Vikings, two seed, three seed, two seed, three seed. That's where I'm at with it. What do y'all say in the aspect of, like, the real grand scheme? How many rings does the Minnesota Vikings have? I don't know if they got any, coach. Yeah, they might have none. None. They got any. Yeah. None. Yeah. Well, that's, that's where yeah. you go well, I mean, you on the rings? It's, it's... They need a win. Yeah. yeah. They need to, like, they have, again, they have every – Thing that they need to finally go out and get it done. I think this is the closest they've been. Well, obviously, Case Keenum, uh, when they lost to Philly. I think the defense here might be better, though, this year. Yeah. The Vikings, compared to that team you're talking about. Right. Let me ask you this, though, Joy, because if the Vikings win, you'll just say, I believe, we all will, oh, they beat a bad Patriots team. Patriots ain't got no talent. But if the Patriots win. Yeah, I love the Patriots. I think here. we might. You know how I feel about <laughs> Bill Belichick as a defensive mind. But if the Patriots love win. Love Coach Belichick. I think we might say, oh, are the Patriots better than we thought? Like, Vikings have nothing to gain from a perception mm, perspective yeah. with the win. Right. I don't think it'll move you. It's a response. No, though. I don't. Yeah, it's a response. Like, I, I don't think it's nothing. I'm not going to overreact to a win. I, I'm picking Will you react at all? Because I don't think, like, Vikings win. I don't no, think it'll No, I mean, I'll, I, I think I'll be like, okay, good. Like, they're not falling apart. Okay. You know what I mean? If they lose two in a row at home to a team that we, th- we don't think is anywhere near them on the, on the talent scale, it, it's just concerning. It's not going to affect their playoffs hopes like it's not that important it's way more important to the Patriots from that perspective but you, there's momentum here like we're we're losing to we lost bad 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 and then we lost to a team we should not lose to at home so that now you're starting to put together a pattern so I, I think if they can bounce back from that loss and are convincing in this game especially again it's Kirk Cousins in prime time I, that will I think that will at the very least settle some questions about if they are a resilient team. That's but here, sometimes yeah. it can get into your head a loss like that. Here's what I'm intrigued by, though. I don't know, Will Blackman, what can the Vikings do to actually tell you, like, oh, they're worth caring about? Because you know, Joy, more than likely, you anticipate the Vikings will probably get bounced in the playoffs. You don't take them as a serious <laughs> contender. Will, I don't know where you stand. I know, Shady, you're kind of like, well, Vikings got smacked around by the Eagles. So if the Vikings even do win, Will, like, what's it matter? It's not like you're going to make them a contender if they win, if they beat Mac Jones or if Bailey Zappi enters. If they win, what does it matter to you? By the way, I, I like – you remind me of my teacher in, like, middle school. Like, if I'm off doing something else, they'll be like, so what do you think, Will Blackman? What do you think? I'm like, oh, oh, what are you talking to me? Um, I th- like, I like the wording You're that Joy – teacher. <laughs> I like the, the wording that Joy used. They should win this game. That's why if they win, it won't be, like, as impressive. as like, okay, they responded – but if they did lose, they shouldn't lose culturally or just energetically. It's going to 
it's going to mess them up. But with the, despite them trying to, like, already close to the playoffs, it's going to just mess up energetically. And then now they're going to have to deal with a bunch of nonsense in the media because they lost two, they lost a really bad one against the Cowboys, and then they lost another one to the Patriots at home. So I think they should win this game. That's why it won't be as crazy. Now, if they win and went out there to with New England and just they blasted them off the earth, then it was like, okay, yep. you know, now they woke back up. But also, it's a primetime game. That's Patriots massive. are winning games. It is Bill Belichick. Like, I, I do think it means something for them to win this game. What? What? Because here's England? what I'm actually most... For New England? No, for no, the for oh, Here's oh. what I'm most curious about, oh, yeah, Joy. Because all the pressure's on them. What I'm most curious right. about is how then will it change your opinion? Because I know you don't really feel if a what? way about if the Vikings win, will you now be like, you know what? The Vikings are serious. The Vikings are legit. The Vikings can win in primetime. Kirk can win in primetime. I, I think they're a solid team. Obviously, they couldn't have won as many games as they did without being solid. I, I just have questions about Kirk Cousins. Really don't even have a lot can of questions. Can he answer or, or any the of them again? What, what question can he answer for you uh, this week? Are you able to bounce back? In primetime. In primetime. That's the answer. I don't know if it changes. The only thing that's going to change my opinion about them in the postseason is what they do in the postseason. <laughs> like, hey. that's it. I'm not, I'm not projecting anything. I'm not going to lie. We, um, I think we were playing the Cowboys when I was in Washington. And I remember going to, um, you know, the night game, you have two meals, right? You have breakfast and then you have yeah. an actual pregame meal. So then I remember I went to the, uh, the breakfast and I remember Kurt was in there and he sat by himself. I remember he sat down. He was like, damn, I hate these long days. <laughs> I was like... <laughs> They already talk about him on primetime. <laughs> oh, right, right, right. I said, I said, Kirk, we got it. We got it. Because I know, but these are long days. Come on, Kirk. <laughs> eat that breakfast and get that game. Eat that breakfast and get that game. And on that, I got Kirk, camera three. Eat that breakfast and get that game. Eat that, that breakfast and get that game. Well, speaking of Thanksgiving <laughs> Day games, Cowboys, Giants, this is more than just a football game. This game might dictate the fate of where Odell Beckham spends the end of his career. You're going to want to hear what we have to say about that next on Speed. Yo, it's been a crazy day on social media. Now, remember, this dude, Pat Beverly, pet begging for a two-piece, they say. In case y'all weren't watching, last night, Lakers game, DeAndre Ayton standing over Pat Bev's teammate. Pat Bev comes in there with a shove. Y'all yeah. see it. Make sure y'all take right. one more good look. Pat Bev, and he's looking for somebody yeah, to fight. That's, that's the part. <laughs> yeah, oh, sit crazy. down, big man. I'm crazy. Sit down, big man. Who's that? Austin Reeves on the floor Whoa. right there, Pat Bev defending. Yep. Yeah. That's Austin Reeves. Pat Bev out there standing up for his squad. We got a lot of opinions on this one. Shady, how you feel about the shot? Uh, it was low-key a cheap shot. Was it? Ain't one looking. Nah, cheap shot. You over my teammate like Fair. that. And you seven foot. Yep. Boom. Bye -bye. And then the best part, when he did it, I wish one of y'all would. <laughs> I wish one of y'all would. I, that wasn't cheap shot to me. You like it? Yeah, like, like big dog. Big dog move. I don't know if I can go cheap shot. Yeah, if you're standing over somebody, you should expect. This Boom. is what I don't like. I don't like when people play around and then get surprised when somebody right. reacts. <laughs> like, you better be like that if you're surprised. You expect nobody to do anything if you're, if you're, if you're really like that. Uh, I mean, but if Pat Beverly around, you got to keep your head on the swivel. <laughs> this, is, this is on the board to happen. I mean, clearly, the relationship between Patrick Beverly and the Suns is, is yeah. not a good one. Oh, yeah. Yeah. He, he has a history. Obviously, it was a cheap shot when he did a Chris Paul. That was definitely yeah, a cheap that was shot. Ridiculous. This right here, I mean, I get it. He, he, he was signed to do this. To do he, this. Was signed, hey. he was signed to bring energy. Like, that's what wait, it was. Wait, right. Chris Paul was a cheap. I like Chris Paul. Hold up. He won't look at it. He gave us a ticket to a game before, but I got to keep it real. No, no, he probably no, said so. The game was over. I've seen the game. Y'all don't know what Chris might have said to him. No, I agree. I agree. Then you got to go to their face. Then you walk up to him. This is my thing. Hold up. I'm a big believer in this. 
if you say something to me that's super disrespectful, that the world don't hear, but I heard what you said to me, you gotta be worried about what I might do to you. Yep. You can't just say what you want out your mouth and think it's no. All that's love. valid. That's he, he might have said yeah, something. But you gotta come to, to, up to my face. You no, know, I don't believe that. If you say something to me that's worth fighting words, you should always be worried what may happen. Not I don't know. I'm a, I'm, a, I'm a side with Chris Paul on that one. This one I don't mind so. We don't much. know what Chris Paul said. He might have said something you can't just say. I'm, I'm, I'm still gonna side with Chris Paul oh. over Pat Bev on that spot. But yeah, but oh, this no. here, Aiden, I'm surprised he didn't get up. I, I wanna, I wanna take Aiden. this. What do you have to gain? No, no. Nah, you. What, what? But, but it's no. I'm saying it's, a, natu do that to you, it's a natural reaction, though. That was crazy, yeah. though. Like I feel I bad. Think, I was playing. I, I was, think he was flopping because you saw he went he did, to the he ground like, oh, and he was like, oh. Nah, I gotta get up though. You gotta get natural, up though. But natural reaction. I, I feel bad. I played. I was playing pickup basketball a few months ago, and and this dude, you know, bumped me, and I I apologize. I threw the ball at him. Something. <laughs> <laughs> something. You gotta do something. I played in the league. Well, I, I, went, I, went, I went up for a layup and instead of no. I, I can hoop a little bit. He ran under so, you? so he went. No, instead of trying to block the ball, he just shoulder checked me in midair. Oh, no, we got fight. Yeah, we got to fight. Oh, and so man, I naturally, man. I just threw the ball. Bro, you I got apologize. too much to lose, though, bro. Stop, stop doing that in public. You got oh, too much we were, to lose. No, it's not. I knew him. Your salary's public. If somebody shows me like this in, in public and y'all don't all trip, Joy, you only gotta ask. I know. You only gotta ask. Hey. <laughs> so I stopped playing. Oh, like, wait, let's talk about this. <laughs> we have kids. Come on, risk or reward? Why would you do this? Let's pray. Let's <laughs> pray for his brother. He, he was my, nah, he no was my friend. Okay, we got a roll. Back to the NFL because there's a lot of drama going on. Now, we're looking at Matthew Stafford. Oh, that's why, because he's passing the ball to Odell Beckham Jr. Remember, Odell was on his route to being Super Bowl MVP before tearing his ACL, but he's back. He's healthy. He's ready to go by December, he said. Remember, Cowboys, they're leading suitors with Jerry Jones. Giants, they are also leading suitors. But right now, all eyes are on the Cowboys because Prescott said yesterday, I know that we want him here, and we hope it all works out. Close quote. Cowboys are getting very desperate, but I do not mind. Joy, is Odell worth all of this hype, all this attention? Hell yeah. Did we watch the Super Bowl? He got hurt. They won that game because of him. Yeah. He contributed in the biggest game in the biggest moment. Talk about it. They need Odell Beckham Jr. They Talk are 25th it. in receiving yards yes. in the league right now. They're tied for 16th in receiving touchdowns. This is a... This is a position of need for the Dallas Cowboys. You're trying to go deep into the playoffs. You don't need him for volume. You need him for moments. That's what Odell is. Odell is a moment. And they know that. That's why they're acting like this. And that's fine. You know what? You want Odell, you go out there and do that. The days of uh, punching somebody in the shoulder, what are they, what are they supposed to do? Pull Odell's, ha Odell's hair? They're supposed to, like, ignore him? That's not the thing. Just so you know, guys, that's not how it works. You want the bad one, you're going to have to go out there. You're going to have to get her some flowers. You're going to let everybody know you like her. Hey. You better comment on oh, all the pictures. Yeah, I, mean, I know that feeling. You might need a little Chanel bag. You know what I mean? You know what I'm saying? Chanel? Chanel bag. She might, she might get a Birkin, depending on who it is. Ooh, see? You know what I mean? Odell might get a Birkin. That's a little desperate. Listen, it's I, not listen. desperate. desperate. It's not desperate. It's called game. That's right. It's called, it's called oh. I want this, oh, I need so I'm going to do everything. I need it. I need her. Until you go home and see she got two more Birkins. Correct. Correct. Listen, and you, I mean, just spent, you just spent $10,000 no, so, on a bag. So, no, so, so clearly, clearly she's, a, she's a Birkin type. Yeah. Clearly she's a well, Chanel I don't, type. I don't know if he's that. Oh. That's the thing, uh, like, listen, if, if, if Odell, we're getting a little off track here. I'm on track. That's my fault. If Odell can contribute in a big moment for the Cowboys, then he was worth all of this. And to me, I really believe <clears> that he can. Because that's what Odell is at this point. That's what the Rams used him as. That's why they were successful. Don't put Odell in. For volume, don't put him in yeah. for every single rep. Put him in moments, design plays for him, and allow him to do what he does best. And they need that.
If y'all don't know what a Birkin bag is, look it up. See how much Very it expensive. costs. Um, two five. Is Odell worth the Birkin, big dog? Is he worth all the hype? <laughs> Who are you on that? Hey, man. Uh, you know what, though? It, it's a tricky one. Um, I'm going to say yes because of the team, right? But I'm going to break it down a little bit. So, first, for the team, I think we look at this, this whole Cowboy team, right? The defense. They have, they have a pff, Super Bowl getting at the quarterback with Michael Parsons, Demarcus Lawrence, right? You look at the ability to stop the run. They got gashed a lot. What did they do? They corrected that. Okay, the secondary. They have a solid secondary, right? Then you look at the offense. I think at, at the, the running back position, they have one of the best tandems in football. True. Right? Now they letting Pollard get mo most of the carries. That's a dominant running uh, our backfield. Look at the wide receivers. I'm sorry. I'll go to the quarterback first. The quarterback, he's a solid, good game manager. When Dak Prescott, he's not, like, overly hyped, but he's good for what he can do. He, can good, he managed the game very, very well. And then the wide receivers. Look at the wide receivers. They don't even have, like, a, a number one per se. Right, I think I think C.D. Lamb is solid, but he's not like a number one. And then Noah Brown, he's okay, solid. So if you add Odell in, and the only thing about the Odell Beckham, I think he's a hell of a player. I'm not sure what Odell we're getting. This is two ACLs now to the yeah, same yeah. knee. I gotta keep it real. That's, that's not easy to come back from. So I don't know what he looks like, and he looks a lot heavier. Normally, when you get when you get hurt, you probably want to lose a little weight, you know, to take the wear and tear off, off your, your, your lower body. But the difference is, with the Rams, now you had a top five player over there, yeah. top two, top True. three wide receiver. So now when he's getting on the double teams in Cooper Cup, yep. you in the backside going one-on-one, -on -one, dog. You won't see that in, in, in with the Cowboys. Joyce made a great point. She talked about how not getting a lot of volume, not being the main guy. Well, you play with the Cowboys. Do you push the number one guy on Odell or you put him on CeeDee Lamb? It's a throw-up. I, I, I love the move because I think they need one more offensive weapon as a wide receiver, but... He might get too much attention, and I don't think Odell's at the top to be a number one receiver at this stage of his, of his career. We'll break it down. You played against Odell. You were in Washington when Odell was in the middle of his four consecutive, I believe, 1,200-yard seasons. It was his heyday. He you was getting busy, Odell? though. You've seen this Odell. I've been a victim. Is, <laughs> is this Odell worth all the hype? He hit me with a one-hand of un that Millie rocked. I'm still mad, OBJ. Oh, <laughs> he did it. No, this is, this is – um, so I, I, I had the honor of going to the Chargers-Cowboys joint practice. Yep. And the glaring issue for me watching the Cowboys is, like, they need another dude. They need another pass catcher. And this is in the summer. And today, it still holds true. They need another dude. Now, in terms of do they about the recruitment, it almost looks like Jerry Jones is handling the social account. <laughs> what this reminds me of, it reminds me of when he was recruiting Deion Sanders in 1995, mm. and he finally signed him. They did that commercial. Hey, you want this or that? He goes, I want both, Jerry. <laughs> Do you want you want 15 or 25 million? Dion, I want both, Jerry. <laughs> and I think this is the same thing, but this this is a massive need. I know you mentioned him going to the Rams, but that Rams offense was Cooper Cup heavy. Yeah. yeah. He's now going in a situation where he has the run game. Like, it's not on him. We just need you to run that slant in between the hash of numbers, OBJ, and do what you got to do. That's it. He's going to be the quick game guy. And the, the great thing about OBJ, he has the sure hands. Dude has a 4X glove. That is yep. not exaggeration. Yep. No, you're right. So this is the perfect spot, not just on the field for OBJ, but also brand-wise off the field. Like, he is meant to be a Dallas Cowboy, and they are in a position where he can just fit in there nicely, just like he did with the Rams and help Will, them. real quick before we got to go, Odell played for the Giants. That is where Odell became Odell. the star, yeah. Odell Beckham. He right. literally was the greatest receiver, statistically speaking, through three seasons in the history of the National Football League. This is no exaggeration, no hyperbole. How much of a factor do you think that is on Odell's decision? Like, he can go back home, 
to a Giants team that's seven and three and try to end his career in somewhat of a fashion of his close friend, LeBron James leaves Miami, goes back to Cleveland. Cleveland, this is for you. Or he can go to Dallas. How much of a factor do you think it is that he started in New York? Maybe he wants to go back and end in New York. Yeah, I think from an emotional perspective, he does have a lot of love in New York still. Whatever happened with him in New York, that was between him and Gettleman. Yep. That was the issue. And he, you know, he has a famous quote. They sent me to Cleveland to die. Yep. Mm. I think in this case, sure, the prodigal son can return home, but I also feel like he still wants the best opportunity for himself. You know, especially him handling more adversity, going through this, uh, this knee injury. And I think him going to Dallas, he's smart. That's why he went to L.A. too. L.A., Dallas. Yeah, some, the market, right? real, them big yeah. markets. Yeah. Well, speaking yeah. of the Dallas Cowboys this Thanksgiving, Fox Best Super 6 is doing what we should all be thankful for, giving everyone a free chance to win $25,000. That'll make Christmas gift shopping much easier. And enter their Thanksgiving truck giveaway. Download the app, enter your six <clears> picks <throat> in the NFL Thanksgiving challenge for Giants Cowboys and opt in to the truck giveaway sweepstakes for a chance to win. Cowboys, Giants, don't know where I'm at. I got the Cowboys by 10. Mm. That's where I'm at. 10? Yeah, Cowboys by 10. They get it done. They I'm get it done. Cowboys by three. Cowboys by three. You know what? Pays me to say this. I know I'm a former Giant, but man, I got Cowboys by 14. I feel like they're double on what they did last week. They're, they're turnt right now. They're turnt. Let's go. Two five. Giants are that bad. Giants by one. Swear. You, you see don't it. mean that. You see it. All right, Thank playing God, boys. I'm going to take the lead again. Download the Fox Best Super 6 app. Playing Make your boys. picks for a free chance to win $25,000 and a new truck. More That's speak right, after right. this. We're giving away Brian, things. Brian Dayball, coach of the year. Let's go, Dayball. Yeah. World Cup action is heating up this week. The United States settled for a one-to-one draw in their opening matchup against Wales on Monday. But next up, it's the matchup we've all been waiting for with powerhouse England. The Stars and Stripes World Cup journey continues on Friday. Coverage begins 1 p.m. Eastern on Fox. Let's go! I believe that we will win. I believe that we will win. We gotta get this done. There's been two upsets, man. We gotta get this done. Yeah. Bring, them, bring them England boys over here, man. Bring them boys. We gonna get them boys. W on the way. <laughs> you know the game's in Qatar. It's not that no, He means so like saying, bring him here like to us, yeah. not like to the U.S. <laughs> Thank you, brother. <laughs> Thank you, brother. Yeah, yeah. I'm just saying, it didn't make sense. He's like, no, we did. Did. He let it slip away you chair? Oh, no, that wasn't you. Who was hey, you, you be in the charges right uh, now. You Dave, be in the charges right now. Missing the mark? You missing the point. Christian Pulisic is in a big moment. Well, look, we got to move to American football, the NFL 49ers. They steamroll the Arizona Cardinals in Mexico City. That's three straight wins for the 49ers. But a lot of attention has gone to head coach Kyle Shanahan. Yes. Gotten high praise from Hall of Famer Troy Aikman, who said, quote, if I was in a position to hire a head coach and I could hire anybody Whoa. in the National Football League, I would want Kyle Shanahan. He would be that guy. Close quote. Don't you think that's a wild quote? Wait, wait, look. Slow down. No, no. I like Kyle. I'm, listen, anytime you got a quarterback that can take you all the way to the Super Bowl, averaging 40, 40 passing yards a game, right, doing the very minimum, and goes to the Super Bowl, I respect you. Mm-hmm. I think Kyle Shanahan is one of the best coaches in the game. There's a butt coming. There's a butt here. I can feel it. I can sense it. I can sense it. My, uh, my Uncle B, I call him Uncle B. Yep. Uncle B. Is this the ugly he, uncle? He, like, he always Wait, which uncle is it? Uncle Beezy. Is that the ugly uncle? You got oh, no, you no, no, about B- two uncles. Yeah, not, this, no, not the hey, ugly man, uncle. Hey, man, who he got? Yeah. Uncle Beezy's a nice looking guy. I bet. Anyway, sorry, Bees. But, well, is Andy Reid in this equation? Is, is he here? You taking Kyle or Andy Reid? Oh, listen, I love Kyle, but he can't touch Andy Reid. 
He can't touch Andy Reid. For, for clarity, Uncle Beasley's the one to talk to the dog. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's him. That's him. Is Andy Reid taking is Andy Reid taking this 49ers offense and doing the same thing or more? No, way more. Right? Oh, yeah, oh. I mean, for, for, no, seriously though. If oh, I'm going serious, if yeah. I go on his tree of quarterbacks that used to get it, get busy, get popping, I'll give you a story. One time, I was wild. Deshaun Jackson was wild. We were some wild players, but we was ballers. Respectful, we got up and down, we got crazy a little bit. One time he told Deshaun, hey, look, man, if you don't get your act together, I'm going to mince you, right? He said, I, I won more games with guys like uh, um, Thrash mm-hmm. and uh, another dude. Dan Thrash and Freddie Mitchell. And Pinkston. Pinkston top I was Pinkston. Like, I was like, damn, he said that? And then one time he told me, look, Shady, I will bench you. If you don't act the way you need to be acting and being a leader for this team, I will bench you. I won games with all type of players. So, yes, Andy Reid has done that. He's won games with all type of superstars and all type of bumps. Joy, let me ask you this. we got to derail a little bit. Is this a wild quote saying that you would take Kyle Shanahan ahead of any other coach if you were to take him right, if you were to pick right now? I mean, it's a, it's a wild quote if you don't care about winning. Hmm. Oh. Like, I like Kyle Shanahan, too. Yeah. I think he's a great coach. I think he's one of the top coaches in the NFL. I mean, talking about Andy Reid, you definitely should be. Big Red. But, I mean, are we – Sean McVay's in his division. Oh, Sean McVay. Sean McVay's been to a Super Bowl with Jared Goff. We got one. Would you take Jared Goff or Jimmy Garoppolo right now with Jared Goff? And he went back and won a Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. He has four playoff appearances to Kyle Shanahan's two. And he got a ring mm. in his division. Big ring. They've been coaching for the same amount of time. True. Had coaches for the same amount of time. So, I can't – like, I, I, I never understand how we elevate talent and fun over... Rings and things. Rings and things. Yep. Like, rings to me, you have, you have the hardware, and we can actually evaluate you as peers. You're in the same division. You've been coaching for the same amount of time. By all measurements, Sean McVay is a better coach. I think um, Kyle Shanahan has, has been exactly what a head coach is, a really good CEO, really good executive. Um, this year, they had tons of injuries, and managed to make moves throughout, throughout since the time he's been there. In terms of like, okay, you bring in Salah, Salah does a great job, you lose Salah, you get D'Amico Ryans, right? Mm-hmm. You make the trade for McCaffrey. You, you're constantly in a position of putting your team, despite whatever they go through, to compete. NFC Championship, two of the last three years. This year, like, they were up and down, we didn't know, now they're right back in it. So I just feel like, despite whatever's going on with this team, some way, somehow, when the dust settles, they're in it. Yeah. Yeah. So I think right now, I wouldn't say I'd take him over everyone, but I could debate that, hey, I would take him first. I got maybe the most fascinating conversation I've never brought to television, Shady. I'm going to come to you. Is Andy Reid a greater coach, or is he a greater scout of talent? Both. I know. How are you going to ask him anything about Both. It? <laughs> no, 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 no. Are you well, done? I, no, I'm serious. Oh, okay, go, go, go. Meaning, meaning, I say this. Donovan McNabb, he fought, he drafts or they draft. Oh, can I do 90- this? Uh, can I let me do this? Go one? ahead. So all his best players, Andy Reid, he actually drafts them dudes. Mm-hmm. Travis Kelsey, yep. LaShawn McCoy, Deshaun Jackson, Jeremy Backlund, yep. uh, 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 Patrick Mahomes. Yep. Uh, who else you just say? Who'd you just say? McNabb. Donovan McNabb. Yep. Like, I mean, even Michael Vick. Nobody wants to touch Michael Vick. He came and got Michael so Vick. So that's what hold I'm on, asking. Hold on. Like, hold on. Oh, hey, wait, 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 hold on. Oh, no, 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 no. Beach. Brett Beach oh, found me. No, no, he Brett, found my whole man. No, 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 that's no, his no, guy. Tell me, tell me. No, that's his guy. Brett Beach found a lot of the guys, but nothing goes past Andy Reid. And another thing, though, well, he brought it to Andy Reid. Before the Eagles had Andy Reid, they wasn't like that. Andy Reid brought them boys back. And hold up, before the Chiefs had Andy Reid, they wasn't like that. He brought them boys back. So we gotta put a little more respect on Andy Reid. No, no respect. Yeah. You all saying he's a great. No, he's no, a great yeah, he's the greatest. Yeah, no, so no. Kyle, Kyle, no, Kyle was nice. Yep. 
But he can't touch Andy Reid with a 10-foot pole. Here's my question. McNabb, Vic, Nick Foles, Super Bowl MVP, Patrick Mahomes, Alex Smith. These are all quarterbacks that, at the end of the day, their highs were incredibly high. My question is, let me go to Will because Shady got a little excited. My question is this. Greater scout or greater coach? Greater coach. Okay. Why? Yeah, greater coach because who? 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 I'm, I'm saying and, is Andy Reid a greater coach or a greater scout himself? Yep. Himself. I think he's a greater coach simply because whoever's out there, he's able to get the most out of that player. Yep. Joy, take yeah, us home. I mean, uh, Tyree Hill. I forgot Tyree Hill. I'm yeah. tripping. I don't forget Tyree Hill. Is he not getting any credit for developing these players as That's, well? That was the coach. Yeah. That's the coach. That's the aspect. coach part. Yep. All of this is all encompassing. We want to talk about what Kyle Shanahan did with those three picks and Trey Lance, so we just not... We, they forgot about that, Joy. Like, that never happened. Like, Trey Lance <laughs> never happened. Yeah. Like, who was they that forgot about that? You this, too. This table. What, right yeah, this table. what do we say? What do we say? You ain't saying. We're not comparing. We're not comparing. No, no, no. I'm not comparing anybody. I'm comparing. I'm just curious. We're not comparing. I'm comparing because we're talking about Shanahan right now. No, I'm not comparing. I'm curious. Hey, you want to switch it, man? Yeah, I'm not. No, no, no. All I'm saying is. Andy is like that in every capacity. Everything. All of it. Whatever it is, Andy is that. Yeah, this is. A, I'm genuinely curious. Andy got Belichick too. Yeah, without Tom, he, Belichick would be like regular, right? Above, above just getting 500 no, like Kyle, he is. Kyle Shanahan. Andy Reid's over 500. Are we going to break? Is that what he said? Oh, yeah. 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 look, man. Y'all, y'all, Kyle Shanahan's a great coach, but y'all it's fool, Andy man. Don't be fooled. Ain't no Belichick slander. Coming up, we're gonna get you ready for Thanksgiving. Y'all fool. Care of some family business. I ain't fool. Next on Speak. I ain't fool. No Belichick slander. All right, now look, earlier in the day, Will Black, when you told us that Odell Beckham got the better of you, I had to get deep into the archives, deep into the files, you, and show the world you found what it? exactly happened. Oh, he oh, found no. it. Exactly. Here we go, right here. Oh! oh, oh now look what happened. Look oh, what he happened. Smoked you though. Oh! I, mean, I need to see the celebration. That's a look at the cat. That's a catch. Oh, that's a catch. That's, that's good coverage, yeah. Mikey. Yeah, Let's see what you did. Let's see what you did though, that's brother. Good coverage, Mikey. Let's see what you did. Hey, hey, can we get Mike? Do we get do we get the uh, Can we get my interception? Wait, do we, oh, do we get the go. celebration? Can we get my interception? Did he get the celebration from him? Nah, he went up, he went up and uh, hit him one of these. Uh, you uh, rock? Uh, yeah. Yeah. I remember this. Though. Hey, but you know what? We got a pick and we won the game. You won the game? I ain't gonna hit with that, oh, man. I ain't trying to hit nothing. Jordan, what you making for Thanksgiving? It is food. Uh, wine and I do the dishes. <laughs> yeah, I'm eating. I ain't making nothing. We hope y'all have a Thanksgiving, a great one. Thanks for rocking with us. We'll see y'all next time. Hey, turn this off, man. No pork, no. 